everybody, welcome to the Five Hustle Podcast. We talk about being an entrepreneur in multiple ways to make money for your family. I'm your host, Priest Gordon. I'm a retired engineer and full-time day trader. I started a company called Linwood Holdings, where I buy properties in Texas and also Colorado as well. Today is going to be a fun show. I'm going to talk about something that um, is kind of dear to my heart. A lot of people ask me a bunch of questions about it. We're going to talk about having a job versus having a business. And that's something that so many people are debating on, going back and forth. Is there a good or is there a bad one? And how should you look at both things? All right. So first off, let's talk about having a job and the benefits of having a job. Now, I people don't know, I was a full-time engineer. So my degree is in mechanical engineering. Then I had a master's in business and finance. So I worked in engineering for about five years in corporate. Then I transitioned over to the finance department and working on the budgets and the monthly expense and things of that nature for oil and gas companies. So it was fun. But there are some differences when it comes to owning a business versus to having this corporate job. Now, um, it's a Fortune 500 company. I loved it. Downtown Denver, I had all the perks. Uh, when I got hired, they rolled out the red carpet. They flew us in from Houston. And, I mean, it was really it was really a gorgeous time. I loved it. had so much fun. But, you know, I mean, when it comes to corporate stuff, you have the – first, you got the salary. And that's one thing that people love because no matter what happens, as long as you show up to work, you're going to get paid every two weeks. You know what I mean? So that was one good thing about that is that I had a guaranteed salary. Um, the other cool part was I had all these benefits. And, of course, you got the health insurance and you got the um, um, the company bonus that comes once a year. Which some companies don't do that, but ours did, so that was always a great thing. Um, you're dealing with the little perks of going to the company golf tournaments or being able to go to the CEO's house and play poker or things of that nature where you get the benefits of being in a corporate environment and rubbing elbows with certain people. So that was always fun on that side as well. Um, one of the cool things about corporate also is that the security that it gives you. Now, most of us, you sit back and you go to college, you get your degree, and that means it tells you, you know what, I got this job. It's pretty secure. Now, when it came to COVID, that kind of changed the game a little bit and really shook a bunch of people up. But traditionally, these corporate jobs are usually secure positions. As long as you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, and definitely for a good company, most of the time your job is going to be secure. And even if they do lay you off, they may give you a severance package or something like that. So that's one of the benefits of definitely having a corporate job. Also, another cool part about corporate is your coworkers. You got people that you sit back and one of my best friends, we sat side by side for about, I think maybe about eight, about six, seven years. So James, he lives a couple of blocks from me now, but, uh, we literally set it side by side for years. I mean, <laughs> we got uh, almost got ridden up because they say our arguments were getting a little aggressive. But when that's your brother and y'all arguing about football and stuff like that, people that don't know you, that's how they get. But uh, so that was one of the best things about me for corporate was the coworkers, definitely the salary, the benefits, all the things going from there because I just enjoyed it. Going to work every day was fun. Now, once I got into the finance side of things, things changed a little bit. But I still learned a whole bunch of stuff. Still all those benefits of the people and the salary was all there. It's just that the work I was doing wasn't as fulfilling as when I was doing engineering stuff. Now, that leads you to the cons of having a job. Now, the cons are, first thing is you have a boss. And that is someone else that can tell you what to do, when to be somewhere, what you have to wear, all these things of that nature. Now, as a person, you know, most time people are used to that that type of situation because you grew up under your parents and you had to go to school every day, then you went to college. So you always had someone that had higher authority above you. So most of the time this is kind of bred into you, and that's the part about having a job that a lot of people don't realize that they have, is that you do have a boss and it's telling you what to do every day. You know what I mean? And sometimes you can have a great job with a great boss, and it really doesn't, that's negligible. Because then your boss makes your job fun, and you can kind of enjoy things and go from there. But most of the time, having someone that you have to answer to is not fun. You know what I'm saying? 
Also, you think about the hours you have to work. So me, I would sit up. I get up by 530 every morning. I'd work out and then I get showered, get dressed, get uh, get my daughter dressed, drop her off at daycare. Then I head into the office. I mean, I was trying to be there every day, between 7 and 7.40 every day. But if you think about it, then I would leave at 4 o'clock sharp. And then by the time I got home, it would be about 5, 5.15, depending on what the traffic looked like. So you think about those hours, and that's Monday through Friday. So no matter what's going on, even if I only had two hours worth of actual work to do, I'm still there from those particular hours. And that's the part about having a job that some people don't really like. Now, my corporate job was actually pretty cool because you could leave when you wanted to. They're really flexible on your time. You said you got to go, you got to go. Because in the end, the main thing, as long as you got your work done, people kind of back up off you a little bit. Now, if you were just always ghost, then that's going to be an issue. But as long as you were present, doing what you had to do, communicating everything, that kind of worked out. But it's still the fact that you do have some office hours you got to kind of hold. And the fact that someone else is kind of checking those and making sure you're around is another con of having a job. Um, other part is going to be about talking about deadlines and actually your tasks that you have to do at work. Now, most of the time, most people's jobs that they have is not their dream thing that they want to do in life. It is usually something that you figured out you were good at and that paid decently. So you say, you know what? I'm good at numbers. I'm good at engineering stuff. So I'm going to school for this degree because it pays well. It goes from there. Of course, I love writing as well. I'm good at graphic design, a whole bunch of things of this nature. But um, engineering was the one that paid the most. That's what I went to school for. So if you think about that, when you when you go to a job, now you have tasks that you have to do at work every day. Now, when it was engineering, it was drawing my, designing my plants and, uh, I mean, my compressor stations and the pipeline, things of that nature. Sitting back, making sure my drawings are done, making sure I have my materials ordered, talking to my contractors, getting those bids out. I mean, all kind of stuff I had going on, working with my project coordinators, making sure they had everything they needed. I mean, running that team. It's just so many things you had to do, and that was part of your your work life. That wasn't something that I enjoyed doing it, but it wasn't my, my life goal in life, my main passion in life going from there. And then the same thing when I got into finance, that really was just digging in the spreadsheets every single day. I was pretty much just running my region, understanding how much money we were making and helping make good financial decisions to squeeze the most margin out of those assets. But in the end, all those tasks I did every day were not really the tasks that were good for priests. They were good for my company. So when you think about that, that's one of the downsides of having a job is that you're doing something every day that doesn't truly benefit you. It benefits the company, and yet you get a small sliver of that back as a salary and the satisfaction of, oh, I did good, or I maybe helped these people do their job. But it's different than having your own job and really doing something for yourself going from there. Also, another downside of having a job is that there are layoffs. And we just went through that this last year in 2020 with all the uh, pandemic, everything was going through, is that so many companies start letting people go. People got furloughed. I mean, people just got outright let go or just so many businesses shut down or had to take timeouts. So in the turn, those people who were working there did the same thing. Now, some people had the unemployments and the benefits, things of this nature. But some people who were like your waitresses and things of this nature, they just got stuck out. And that's the hard part about, you know, having a job and depending on someone else for your income is that at any given moment, their situation can change, which now makes your situation change. Now, that's the that's the difference of it. Now, sometimes you can sit back and ride within that comfort and security for the longest, but sometimes things happen. And I know I tell you, my company that I was at, they never had layoffs. And then 2014 was the first time the company ever had layoffs. Now, when I got hired there in 2010, it was a big deal. It was like, yeah, we've never had layoff things of this nature as well. I think it was 2016 had the first layoff. 
But uh, when that first happened, everybody was shook because this company was so secured and everything else, but it was an oil and gas company. And when the price of oil dropped the way it did, that shook some things up. And then we had new CEO in there. Now, he's running the company very well. But um, he decided that, hey, this is in our best interest to lighten the load. And he was truthful about it. I mean, in the end, you did need to do that. Overhead was too high. So, but it was a tough situation seeing a bunch of your friends get walked out of the building. That was kind of a tough day, you know. So, that's the thing about having a job is that when financial situations do happen with that company, the employees are going to be the ones that suffer from that. Either they're going to be losing their jobs or either salary is going to get cut. Those bonuses, all those things you love about the job are going out the window because the company in the end really only cares about their bottom line. Yeah, it's great to have good good employees and take care of the culture, but at the end of the day, they're there to make money. And if they're not making money, they're going to do whatever they have to do to make that happen. Sometimes that involves letting employees go, going from there. And also, something that could be a benefit or a detriment to having a job is also coworkers. Now, yeah, coworkers can be fun, but you also have coworkers who are not fun, who can make your job a living hell. You know what I mean? So sometimes you can sit back and deal with people who just are spiteful towards you all the time, or let's say you're part of a team and you're doing work, but your your coworker is not pulling her side of the load. So now you're doing double work, or let's say even worse, let's say you have a manager above you, a boss above you, who is just just the worst thing ever can happen to you. And we've all dealt with managers who've been dealing like that and people who just don't treat you the right way or who have their own opinion of how you should be as an employee and as a person. And their view may not be the view of the company, but because they're your direct superior, there's nothing you can do about that. And that's one of the downsides of having a job is that you really don't control who you work for. Even if you get up in stature for a little while, sometimes you can maneuver to other departments. But in the end, as long as you have a boss, there is a possibility that someone above you cannot be pleasant towards you. And that's the downside of having a job and going from there, you know. Now, let's talk about having the business compared to having a job. Now, the business, <clears throat> some of the benefits of having a business is that first thing is your schedule. You are your own boss. You do your own thing. You wake up whenever you get ready. You can stay up as late as you want and go from there. So me personally, my schedule fluctuates. So when I'm really grinding, I don't go to bed until maybe 2 a.m. Then I'll wake up at 9 a.m. And then that's when I do my workout and I start doing all my research and everything else. I'm doing my real estate stuff. And then I go from there. Other times when I really get things really flowing and my ideal schedule when I got everything flowing is I want to be in bed between 10 and 11, then wake up about 6.30, um, hit my gym downstairs, get on the market, and then do all my work and have everything done by about noonish to 1 o'clock. That's my personal goal. But sometimes things happen, and those 2 a.m. nights happen, and that's how it goes. You know what I'm saying? And I'll sit back and wake up at 9, and then uh, – my daughter's waking up at the same time, and we do what we got to do, you know. But in the end, having your own business allows you to do that because I know my deliverables, what has to be done. As long as I take care of them sometime today, we're okay. Now, of course, I have appointments. Like this morning, I had a mobile home appointment at 10 a.m. So I get up and get on time. I went to bed last night about 1.30, but because I had an appointment at 10, 8 o'clock, I was up and doing what you got to do, you know what I mean? So in the end, having your own business allows you the flexibility to do as you please. I mean, you can sit back and something that's really important to me is spending time with my children. My daughter just turned seven and I really want to make sure I am present in her life and not just around, but really I'm focusing every day on doing more and more with her and spending more time with her, listening to her talk and things of that nature. Because so many times, even though you're home with the kids, you're not really listening to your kids or participating with them. Now, I'm not saying I have to be her best friend. But daddy wants to be around and listen to her and talk and have fun and to do the things she needs me to do for her and kind of go from there. 
Um, also, the cool part about having your own business is the money side to it. So when you think about corporate, um, let's say my salary when I left was 114. When I finally finished and left and went from there, bonuses and everything was about 114. If you think about that, now when I first started, it was 65. And then over the years, getting raises and promotions, moving all yep, that's how you go. Now, that 114 sounds great. People are like, oh, I want to make $100,000 a year. That sounds great until you really look at the whole the whole scope of life. Now, if your CEO is making like $4.5 million a year, and he's only seven steps above you, and you're only making 114000 a year, what does that say? How much could this company really, how much could they really give you? You know, we think about that. So you're sitting back and you're working really hard. You're doing your 40 hours a week. Everything you got to do, you're showing up, doing all these things, you only make 114. Whereas I met somebody doing business and they make that every month. And it's like, so when you have your own business, there is no limit to what you can make. You know what I mean? Whereas a corporate, we got one raise a year, which is 3% that was locked in. You, it's not negotiable. Getting that 3% and then you're getting that bonus every year, which can go up or down based on what the company performance is. So my salary was going to be kind of in a certain range. It wasn't going to be like a, just a random bonus they gave everybody if you did a good deal or something like that. It wasn't happening. But when you do your own business, perfect example, the deal I was working on this morning, that had net me about 10K. You know what I mean? Going from there, then my business partner, he'll get five off of that. And that's just a one simple deal. Now, I could sit back and tomorrow stumble upon another one that can yield me another $15,000. You know what I mean? So there is no there is no limit to how many deals I can do. And that's what you look at when you compare working at a corporate environment versus for yourself. When you work in corporate, your salary is based on how many hours you work. Those hours are limited. You only have so much time in a day. Whereas when you're your own business, your salary is limited by how many deals you can do. And nobody controls how many deals you can do. You could do 50 deals a day if you want to. If you had the marketing and the and staff to get out there, you could close 50 deals if you want to. So it's nobody stopping you from doing what you need to be doing. Same thing people get on, on their so, I mean, on social media, but they get on the Amazon and their eBay and everything else, and they may sell 50 products a day at 50 bucks each. That's 50 deals for them. So there is no limit to what you can do when you run your own business. Whereas when you're with corporate, those hours in a day and their salary restraints constraint you for how much money you can make going from there. Also, we talked about before about the time and the freedom. But the cool part about it is, <clears throat> go back on that a little bit, is that in the end, you can sit back and move things around to how you see fit. So perfect example, the way my family works now is that when I was in corporate, my wife was um, she's teaching at the gym, but not as often. So she was home more and taking the kids to school back and forth and things of that nature. Now that I've come home and now she's taking on a management position at her gym, it kind of flipped a little bit. And for me as a man, that's great because now my wife is able to fully go forward with everything that she loves. She's really big into fitness. So me being able to be at home with the kids, run my business at the same time, make sure all the boys get to their practices and my daughter gets everywhere else and still run my company from home while her, she's able to go out here and really live her dream because she finally found something she's passionate about. That means the world to me. Now, if I was working corporate, that would not work. And one of the big things is that when I, when I first left corporate, maybe that next month, uh, my cousin who's graduating now, he had a football scrimmage that he had to go to. And because of my wife having what she had to go to, luckily I was home and was able to take him. But if I was still at corporate, that wouldn't happen. That was one of those mandatory type things that he would had, had a ride to get to. And at that time, he really wasn't hanging out with his teammates so much, so he wouldn't have had a ride to get there. And I was driving him there. I was realizing, like, you know what? 
me being home really has changed the game a little bit for my family. And that's the cool part about running your own business that you can make things as you see fit. If your child has an appointment they need to go to, or if you want to switch some things around, you can do that. You know what I mean? And sit back and you can, you have the possibility and nobody can tell you, well, no, you can't know. You can move around whatever you want to move around because you prioritize your time and go from there. And that's one of the big things is the flexibility of your schedule when you're on your own boss going from there. Also, the cool thing about having your own company is the unlimited possibilities. Now, you can sit back and say, okay, I worked in oil and gas. So my job every day was to either, when I was in engineering, was to design pipelines, compressor stations, assist on the plants, execute those drawings, and get those built. That was my scope of work every single day. When I moved into finance, my whole scope of work was managing my numbers, making sure that I reported those up and I made good decisions based on those numbers. That's my scope of work. As my own business, I can sit back and do whatever I want to do. Now, I try to stay focused on what I do every day, but in the end, I can do whatever. I can sit back and be working on real estate opportunities going from there. And then I can sit back and get a notification on my phone that the market's moving, jump in there and make a trade real quick. Then I can show up here, make a podcast, or sit back and consult with somebody, give them some business ideas. Then I can sit back and go to the gym and give them some consulting about how to run the gym a little bit. You can do whatever you want to do. I mean, in the end, long as you stay in your own scope and not getting too far off base, the possibilities are endless. And you can sit back and run three companies like I do and just stay focused on those three. But no one's telling you, yeah, you got to do real estate all day. You just calling people all day. That's all you can do. Nope, you can't look at the market and do anything. No, I can do whatever I want to do. And that's the cool part about having this business is that I can sit back and, and be focused on that and kind of go from there. Now, let's talk about the cons of having a business. Now, the first thing is, is that responsibility. That responsibility is real. When you sit back and you go into corporate every day, you getting up because you know somebody's going to be watching you like, hey, man, you got to be here at 9 o'clock. If, you, if it's 10 o'clock, you're not at work, you're you checking your phone because you know a message is about to come. Where are you at? You know that's coming. When you're your own boss, nobody's going to sit back at 930 and say, hey, man, why are you on Instagram this morning? You're supposed to be watching the market. You're supposed to be doing this. No one's going to check on you because you're doing your own thing. Now, if you have accountability partner, which is something you can use to help you get going a little bit, that person can check on you. But overall, you're your own person because you ain't even got to answer the accountability partner's phone. You can just sit back and mute that thing, and then there you go. So in the end, you are responsible for your growth or your demise. You know what I mean? Looking at that kind of thing. And the other part about that is there is pressure. Now, the same, there is pressure working in corporate as well, but it's different. So in corporate, the pressure comes from your management, comes from those deadlines, the things you have to turn in, that kind of thing going from there, dealing with the bad um, the bad managers or the coworkers you don't want to be around and still having to go to work because you need the money. That's the pressure from corporate. The pressure from your own business is the fact that, okay, this business has to succeed because I have to pay these bills for my family. If this business does not work, how does my family eat? You see what I'm saying? Now, that's a pressure that some people can handle. Me, I love it. For one, is that the fact that if you can handle the pressure, I think the freedom and the ability to get out here and go hustle outweighs that pressure for me. I like having that pressure in the background a little bit. You know what I mean? Because it keeps you hungry, keeps you pushing and going from there. You know, me and my buddy Justin talking the other day, and I was telling him how I really was just wanting to get out of mobile homes because then sometimes I get tired of clientele. But he made something, he said the comment that our model for this year is going to be um, cash a check. He said, it doesn't matter 
what the check comes from. We just cash and check. So whether it comes from a mobile home, whether it comes from a house, whether it comes from an apartment complex in the end, just do the deal. And if you really think about that, okay, let's say <clears throat> my average commission on mobile home deal I'm doing is going to be like 3500 maybe 4000 depends on that, right? I may spend 8 to 10 hours on that particular deal between the listing appointment, between um, the different showings I'll have with different people coming to see that, and also between me closing the deal, filing the paperwork with the county going from there. I'm estimating about 10 hours per deal, right? If you think about making $3,500, in 10 hours, that's $350 an hour. I wasn't making that in corporate. Even as an engineer, I think my high salary was like maybe like 57 an hour, something like that. 350 an hour. And then the cool part is if you don't like this client, you don't have to talk to him every day. You literally just email him back and forth. For, hey, I got a closing is at this such and such time. I need your signature here, blah, blah, blah. And that's it. Compared to every single day, nine to five manager who's on your butt, Co-workers who's nagging you, deadlines got to be done. That's different. So when he broke that down like that, like, you know what? No matter how aggravated I get sometimes with some of my mobile home clients, in the end, it's still way better than going to corporate. And you can't you can't deny sitting back and making $3,500 or $4,000 per deal for 10 hours worth of work. It's, really, it's not really work when you really dig into that. I mean, it's sometimes we get spoiled. And that's what we think about. Sometimes we get spoiled in our own business. But in the end, when it really comes down to it, man, it's a great possibility to do what you got to do out there. You know what I mean? So in the end, for me, is it, this kind of pressure that I have to perform, I like it. And it stays in the background. Some people don't have, have a hard time with that. But that's one of the downsides of having your own business is that it's on you. If you don't perform, your family does not eat. Those deals will not get done unless you get up and go do them. You know what I mean? That's going from there. Um, another part is going to be about... <clears throat> A consistent income. So one thing about having a business, when you first start off, you know, your presence may not be well known. People may not know about that much. You may not have that many. Your deal flow may not be that strong. So you may not have the consistent income coming in. January, you may do a deal. February, you might not do nothing. March, you may do three deals. So just no telling what the consistency will look like. Now, once you build your business up and you really dig into your systems, your marketing, things of that nature, you can kind of get really consistent with your with your income and kind of go on from there. But so many times when you first start off, those first five years, things are going to be up and down going from there. So that's what you got to think about is that that consistent income is much different than corporate. Every other Friday, it's coming. That direct deposit is showing up. You're waking up. You're planning groceries on it. You're doing everything you got to do because you know that money's coming. Whereas when you have your own business, when you do get that check, you got to realize, hey, I got to make sure I take care of all my responsibilities. You can't just get out there and just get to blowing this money because you don't know when the next one's going to come. So it forces you to, to think about your finances a little bit different and be more, um, it's the word, strategic about how you spend your money going from there. Also, let's talk about not having any support. So when you when you strike off on your own, for one, um, there's no one behind you to keep your business going. There's nobody going to sit back and say, hey, you be doing this, doing this. Now, if you pay for mentorship, things of nature, then that's the kind of support you're buying. But so many times the mentorship is still just kind of predicated on you handling your business. They will give you ideas and follow-up call things of this nature, but they're not going to sit back and make the business work for you. They're not going to do the calls for you and everything else. You have to get out here and push it for yourself. So that support we mean is where someone behind you making sure everything happens. That's not to say your wife or your husband doesn't support you or that your family and friends don't support you. No, I'm talking about as far as in your business structure to make sure everything keeps going. 
There's no support there. You have to build that yourself. Whereas when corporate, it's all in there. As soon as you walk in there, HR is training you on how to do it. Then once you get HR, get all your paperwork lined up, then you get into your department. Your department has a whole training process of how to do your job. They usually put you with a senior agent or someone else who's been doing it for a little while, let you shadow them. So there's support to teach you how to do what you got to do. You strike off on your own business, it's out there. You got YouTube, that's it. You know what I mean? So, so many times, that's why having a good mentor is so important. But in this particular culture we have, so many people are are not really good mentors. They're just charging people for it. So make sure you get out here and find someone who's a- actually doing the deals and the business that you want to do. Like, they're really doing it. And then you pay attention for a little while. Don't sit back and give them all your money up front. Watch them for a couple months. See what's going on. You know what I mean? Understand how many deals they're doing. Really see what's going on with that. See what you can learn from there. And then when it's time to execute, just execute. But more times than not, I found that the truth to success is really just doing it. You don't have to know everything up front when you first get started. It's all about really just the execution and just making those phone calls and going for it because you will force yourself to learn once you get a deal. Or once you're in a situation where you you said yes to somebody, now you got to figure out how to make it work. And that pressure from, from completing that task makes you grow. Because now, hey, you know, you tell these people, I'm going to buy your house in 30 days. Now you got to figure out, okay, how do I get this money? But if, it, if you've done your job and got good numbers on that, you'll learn and go from there. And if not, you got to give the deal up. But you learn for next time to make sure your numbers are better so you can get the funding for that kind of stuff. So so having your own business really teaches you that you don't have that kind of support behind you. But in the end, you can build that and kind of go from there. And that's the thing I like about that, you know, is having your own businesses. It's the pressure, but sometimes you can learn and kind of build your thing up and go on from there. Let's talk about doing both. Okay, so so many times you sit back, you'll have a job, but then you'll have this idea of having a business as well. Now, that's where most of the people I talk to are at. Is that you? And I was in the same boat. You have, a, you have your current job, but you realize, you know what? The job is cool. It gives me what I need, but I've seen that there is freedom out here that I can go get. So let me go get this. So how do you work both of those? Well, for one, the first step you need to do is look at your look at your finances which that you got from your current job and say, okay, how can I get skinny? What that means is how can you cut your bills, get all your expenses as low as possible? That way you can save as much bread as you can from your current your current employment. So pretty much you sit back, you cut out whatever you can cut out, cut out those vacations, everything you can. That way you can start building this money up. That way you can invest it with your own business. Then while you're doing this whole process, Start learning and understanding what it is you want to do. Like I said before, find people who are really doing it and just observe. Pay attention and observe. Go to some seminars. Keep keep your spending down low until you really know what you want to do. But really dig into the YouTube stuff. Really dig into the podcast. Podcasts are awesome. You learn so much information for free. So dig into those and really understand what it is that you want to do and really kind of get a good idea about that. And then start paying attention. And really, I, I recommend going to these meetups, things of this nature, to meet people who are actually doing it. That way you can kind of learn from them and just sit back in their room and just understand what they're saying and understand how they're moving because that's going to help you so much. It also gives you the confidence to do it yourself because I believe that if someone else can do something, I can too. And if you're sitting in a room with people who are doing these things, that means it is humanly possible to do that. And if it's humanly possible, as a human, you're able to do that yourself. So sit in those rooms of people, get around those kind of people, understand what they're doing, ask questions. If you get to be obnoxious, they're just not going to answer you. So just ask questions because in the end, 
you may find somebody who really wants to teach you and really help you grow and go from there. May see something in you. You know what I mean? So you sit back and then you, you start working on this and now you start building your business up. Whatever it may be, whether you're designing things for Etsy, whether you're, you have an e-commerce business, whether you're doing real estate, whether you're doing day trading, whatever it is you're doing, you start doing that. You find time in the day to make that work. Well, that is means getting up early or staying up late or like I did trading at the job. So I would sit back and have all my business stuff going. I mean, all my job stuff going, but I had a third screen on my computer. And I would just have my charts up at all times. So I would have these two screens would be for my, my regular work. The third screen would be my, my computer for my trading and everything else. So I would sit back and make trades all day. You know what I mean? Based on my, my parameter, things of that nature. But I would do it. And then in the end, you sit back and realize, like, you know what? I'm getting my job done and I'm doing my business on this side over here. And you're proficient at both of them. And you just keep doing it. And eventually... The more and more you do your business, it'll start bringing you more and more income. Now, once the income from your business replaces the income or matches the income from your job, now you just stack bread for a couple months. Once you get both of them flowing real smooth and you get that consistent that you talked about, now you sit back and realize, okay, now it's time. Now, me personally, I had a year worth of savings behind me when I left corporate. You know what I mean? But you want to sit back and make sure you at least have six months. If you have... Your business is already producing at the same amount as your current job. And you have six months of complete expenses behind you. I mean, everything you spend that entire month, you got six six months of that, and your business is currently performing, you can roll out. That's what you got to do. You can roll out then because in the end, now you have six months to get it right, and your business is already flowing at that level. So when you do step out, now you have the time to even improve upon your business and make it grow even stronger. So that's what I would recommend. You sit back and when you first want to compare these, having a job is fine, but in the end, realize what you want to do with your life and kind of go for it and, and be accountable for that. Now, that's not to say if you're a doctor. I mean, some 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 people sit back and say, oh, man, well, you got so many people bashing having a job. I would never say that. For me, having a job is not something I want to do. Now, who's to say they roll up and say, hey, we'll pay you a million a year. Okay, how are we going to work that out? I mean, in the end, you got, you have to entertain every every circumstance, you know what I mean? But it has to be worthwhile and worth my time. Now, that's to say if once all my kids are out the house and it's just me and my wife, and let's say she's out doing her thing, then, yeah, having a job really wouldn't bother me if it's something that I'm really passionate about. But knowing me, I'm going to be in the woods somewhere fishing or doing something, so I'm probably not going to take that opportunity. But you want to think about both of those things to kind of go from there. So having a job is not, is not a bad thing, but if you want to be free and you, and you have the passion to live a different type of life, then you can use that job to create that type of life for yourself and go from there. Now there are many people who have a great career and they have their business at the same time and they make them both work. And you can do that. If you sit back, like I said, if you're a doctor or somewhere where you have something you're truly passionate about, if you want to bless people who have, the career they really want where you would do that, even if you really wasn't getting paid a lot for it, but you did it because you cared about it. Then those are the people who should keep their job because you really enjoy what you're doing. Veterinarians who love animals and things of that nature. And it's one just want to help animals. They're not doing that for the money. You're doing that to help people and help animals. You know what I mean? So you think about that. You want to make sure that whatever it is you're doing, you're getting passionate and you're, and you're enjoying your life about. It. And that's what I'm teaching my kids is that in the end, I want you to do whatever makes you happy in life. As far as making money, I will help you do that. But I want you to go for what makes you happy in life, whether that means 
you're giving out food and helping people in Ghana or whether you're helping animals, whatever it is you want to do, whether you're going in a, you're one of the, in the ocean helping the sea animals or whatever it is you feel like doing, I want you to have the freedom to do that and not worry about how you're going to pay your bills because that is something very simply that you can do if you just realize that you can do it. So many times I realize most of us don't really realize the power we have for the opportunities that are out there. So that's what kind of reason why we're doing this podcast and talking about people is that showing people what you really can do. So those are the benefits between having a job and also having your own business and the cons are back and forth. In the end, do what you got to do. If you want to keep working every day, keep working every day. Just make sure it's something that you really enjoy. If you don't really want to do that anymore, you want to have your own business, realize the responsibility that comes with that. But also realize that th- there is freedom and benefits that come from that responsibility if you execute it correctly. And in the end, main thing is just make sure you're happy and doing what you have to do. You know what I mean? But, but God, this is the Five Fuzzle Podcast. I want to make sure I give you guys some good nuggets and some good understanding of various topics out here, man. If you really enjoyed this show, please do three things for me. I want you to like, follow, and share it with your friends. Thanks so much. Go hustle.